0: On today's Court Vision, I have on a very special guest, Corey Homicide-Williams, uh, an analyst for the NBL Australia. Great interview with Corey. He comes on and gives this case of why LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton are top NBA draft picks in this year's upcoming draft, and we talk about his basketball career. Excellent interview with Corey. Here's Court. Too complex. Much too complex two play play two play two play On today's Court vision, I welcome on Corey homicide Williams. He's an analyst for the National Basketball League in Australia. Corey, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. How's everything down in Australia?:
1: Man, basketball is booming. This is the golden era. It's all happening. You know, the, the league in itself is a world-class league. But when you add two young future NBA superstars into the league due to the Next Stars initiative, it is just taking a whole new level of its own.
0: I could imagine. I mean, I've, I've watched uh, highlights and actually caught the highlights you put up on LinkedIn and through your social media of those guys playing. And it's unbelievable to see the crowds and how many people they brought out.
1: Definitely. It actually is. Unbelievable. You know, the thing is, for me, I'm an advocate of this Next Stars program that the NBL is implementing. And it has done wonders for the exposure that the league has gotten all over the world. But I did not believe in my wildest dreams that RJ Hampton and LaMelo Ball would be averaging double figures in this league, let alone making history. We're talking back to back triple doubles. That's yeah. incredible in itself.
0: That, that's crazy. And it, like, what's it like watching these two guys? And I know they just recently played each other again. Um, what's it like just to watch them and like the impact that they've had on the league? And you know, like, how much like how, how filled how filled up do those stadiums get?
1: Well, the stadiums are getting pretty full. Uh, the mellow ball effect is ridiculous, and um, overall in the league participation as far as crowds, has gone up about 15% So already. Wow. So all across the board, it's been awesome. People love basketball in this country. Families love it. It's a great – it has a great time slot in the year where there's no AFL, there's no NRL, mm. only A-League, and, and A-League is soccer, basketball, and a little bit of cricket. So the die the major sport codes are not playing, which gives it the maximum eyes and ears of people in Australia. For those who don't even really like the sport, but to just get into it because it's a great family sport overall. It's not as long as rugby or AFL. That's three hours you No know, basketball. is two hours, you in and out.
0: Yeah, you can plan your day around that. So,
1: yeah, you know, so it, it, it's been awesome mean, basketball right now is reach world-class status. You have about 14 NBA players that are Australian. Ben Simmons is the next budding superstar. You have young players going to college that are Australian and coming back into the NBL. Australia is third in the world as far as their national team is concerned. So this is really the golden era for the game. And on top of it, like I said, anybody who never heard of the NBL due to the fact that these two young stars doing their thing, you've heard of this league now.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think, honestly, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've ever tuned in to watch a game of the highlights, but now that they're both playing, I've been watching their highlights and catching them playing, and it's, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, you know, ultimately, when, when young talent, young guys like these two, These are famous young kids. These are like the best two players in there, arguably the best two players in their class, top five for sure. As we saw today, ESPN dropped the list of the mock draft 2020, and R.J. Hampton's number five, Melo Ball, is projected number one. Now, that's incredible in itself. But it draws a lot of interest because they're projected top five draft picks are both in Australia. Usually guys like that will be in North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky. You know, so for them to not be at school and opted to come to this NBL, way more people are looking at this league. And R.J. Hampton's averaging 12 points a game. That's awesome in itself. Let me give you a fun fact about R.J. Do you know that R.J. Hampton graduated high school in three years? So technically, this is his senior year in high school. That's fucking incredible.
0: That's okay? wild. That's absolutely wild. That's so crazy. That is
1: crazy. Yeah. That's how talented this kid is. And averaging double figures in one of the best pro leagues in the world outside the NBA. That's crazy. They're it's- playing against men that have children, families that pay mortgages, and they're able to hold their own and do wave, exceed expectations, let alone LaMelo Ball. Back-to-back triple doubles? Come on, man. That's this scary. kid, let's be real. People were laughing at this kid last year because of, you know, the way their dad pushes this, his kids. I respect any man that supports and cherishes and pushes his kids. And you're supposed to be your kid's biggest cheerleader. You know, it was just a little bit much. And for most, it was a little bit distasteful. Right? So yeah. everybody, because of how they dad, how their dad, LaVar, handles himself and praises his kids and says a lot of things that people would call outlandish and crazy. They want to wish bad on the kids. But for him to not be here and his son with Jermaine Jackson doing way more than holding his own, he's exceeded expectations and has moved up from a Twenty something, a low first-round draft to the projected number one on a mock draft—that's incredible. That goes to show you this kid can really go.
0: Yeah, he's he's unbelievable, uh, unbelievable player. And like you said, I think a lot of people kind of had enough of the like his dad's like antics, and I think a lot of people kind of laughed at him and stopped paying attention and didn't think Lamelo is going to be as successful as he is. But I think he right now he's kind of proven out that he's. Like, like you said, with the mock. He's the cracking. real deal. He's, he's a the real, real deal. deal. He's <laughs> the real deal. You know, for me, you know,
1: you have. We would never discredit, and that's never what my intentions are. I just go about – I just talk about what I see. For example, we're in the pro league. I said that three times already. All right? These are grown men here. The numbers he's putting up, ever since Aaron Brooks uh, ruptured his Achilles, he's averaging 24 – eight, and nine, okay? That's crazy. Over about five games. Those numbers are ridiculous for a kid that just turned 18. With, again, back-to-back triple-doubles. There's no kid in college doing that shit. You know? <laughs> it's just not. Cole Anthony's a gun. He's a stud. Yes, he is. He ain't putting up numbers like
0: that. No, not even close to those numbers. And, and LaMelo, like you had mentioned – LaMelo and RJ are playing against grown men. Exactly. Now, now adding to
1: this, Anthony Edwards, he's another stud. A la Donovan Mitchell, a la Dwayne Wade. They're, they can put up 30s, high 20s. What about the rebounds and the assists? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not happening with, with those guys. And and I'm like again, I'm sure. It's, they are an exceptional talent, but this kid does it all every night. And he's playing on a team that's in last place. Can you imagine if he had a guy like Kyle Corver on one wing, J.J. Redick on another wing? These are legitimate, bona fide knockdown NBA shooters.
0: He would, now, uh...
1: imagine if he had somebody like an MB. The kid average potentially a triple-double right now in the NBA. That's what I was going to say. I we, believe that.
0: Yeah, I believe that too. Because if he's doing it right now without that talent. With, 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 without
1: that talent. He's doing that on the last place team. Well, imagine if he's on a good team. Or even just the NBA talent. Come on, man. Yeah. I know no. what I see. <laughs> I, I know what I see. I was the biggest non-believer. I was voicing my opinion. I said, hell no. This kid is not going to do nothing. He'll get his ass busted in air. His dad would be a bad look in this country. No way this is going to work. I was the loudest guy that was against it. And then he comes the first time I saw I never saw him play. The first time I saw him play was when he got here against the defending champs. And he did it against the six-time defensive player of the year, point guard. Grown man, I said, let me see now what this kid is about. Lamelo ball, nineteen points, twelve rebounds, seven assists, four steals, and the win in overtime. From that day, I said, This is the number one draft pick. I needed to see him against big time, legitimate talent in the NBL. Once I saw that, I knew he was the real deal. Wow. That's
0: crazy. And I've been the
1: loudest, I've been the loudest advocate. That's why I post the way I post, because if I could if I could not give you props and doubt you loudly, I should be able to be an advocate just as loud. Yeah. A lot of times, this is what people do. This is what people do in the world. People will talk a lot about you in a negative way if they don't believe the non-believers. And then when you prove them wrong, they quietly applaud you. Why aren't you loud applauding a person when they do well after you was doubting them loudly? You see
0: what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Definitely.
1: That's why I'm a loud advocate. Yeah, And no. he's proving it, and he's proving it. I
0: mean, you witnessing that, you're witnessing it night in and night out with this kid, and both kids playing. You're seeing them both on playing on that level, and you know that league very, very well. I mean, you've been a an analyst for three or four years now, correct? And like you've, you're seeing these kids play against the grown men and playing against Australia, who provides top talent already.
1: Yeah, exactly. I got the best seat in the house. I, I, you know, it's a blessing to be honest with you, because who wouldn't wish they were in my seat right now, seeing this type of talent on a weekly basis?
0: I wish we could switch. an
1: update. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. This
1: is this is it's, it's 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 awesome. So that's why I I make sure I give two hundred percent at this yep. job. Yeah. With or without them, I get 200%, but you got to take advantage of this because this is a time we'll talk back. We've, we we hear stories about, you know, the great ones when they were in high school. You know, you talk to their high school coaches, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is a situation where 20 years from now, when they both become Hall of Famers, we can talk about how they changed the game and went to a country in Australia and went and played in the NBL and did their thing and then got drafted from there. I mean, think about this. What's going to happen to the Next Stars Initiative next season? All yeah. the kids that's lining up. Like, man, this thing worked for RJ and Melo. I want to go there. Those one-and-done players are going to be like, listen, man, forget college. I'm going to go one-and-done and come to Australia. Well, That, was <laughs> and that just opened the door to a whole nother level.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question. I was going to say, what do you think that does for, like, as like you mentioned, just what that does for kids in the future of, like, now they're seeing that these guys are being successful in the Australian League. Like, how many more kids are we going to see decommit from colleges now, top five players, top 25 players, to go play in the NBL in Australia?
1: I don't know, but I can tell you that they're lining up. I'm sure of that Yeah, NBL has done an incredible job marketing. This program and this league—it's growing. It's growing from strength to strength every season. It's gotten better. This is the pinnacle. This is the the. This is it. I mean, who knows where this thing is going to go next year?
0: I hope it keeps growing. I tell you this,
1: it's going in the right direction. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I hope it keeps going in the right direction because it's it's been a lot of fun to see it and it's a lot of fun to hear the hype and you know I would I wish you know it's nice to catch games.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely going to continue to grow. There's just no way. There's there's only one way from here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's only one way to go from here.
0: Yeah, I know. And that and it could either be even with the one and done rule. Even that kids that don't think they're NBA ready, they might could go over to Australia and play.
1: Well, I believe it'll only be one and done
0: kids. You can't take
1: because it's the next thought. That's what it's for. It's set up for a, a kid that can be one and done and go.
0: Oh, that's true. You know that's what I mean,
1: true. even yeah. if it's even if it's second-round picks, but the way how this thing is set up, I mean, you don't want to come in. Don't think you're just gonna come here and play. You gotta prove it. Yeah. Like Terry Armstrong is a kid right now with Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. He's in the Next Stars program. He he hasn't gotten on the court yet. He's not ready. It's not for everybody. Yeah, so these kids are exceptional talent. That's why they are projected in first and fifth pick. This is still a pro league. It's not a cupcake league. So if you're not ready and you're a young kid, you're gonna sit on the
0: bench. Yeah, that's true. That's good. That's true. You are you are playing you know against the top players in the league like in they the country in the, in the world. Game. Sorry. In the world.
1: Yeah. You know. So yeah. That's what that's what's going on. That's what it is.
0: That's 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 crazy. Uh that's that's unbelievable. I'm glad that we we're able to covered some of the nbl and what's going on with them um if you don't mind do you mind if we talk about your playing career we can go into it cool yeah um you know at what age Corey? did you know basketball was your sport
1: i started playing at 13 wow that's ended up going to rice high school uh Graduated Rice High School, went to junior college in Kansas City, Missouri. Left there, uh, graduated there with my degree, my associate's in arts degree. Finished at Alabama State University. Played my last two seasons there. Graduated with my degree in criminal justice. Then I came back to New York City. Coach didn't really help me. I didn't have a, a, a super stellar career, but I had a dream to play pro. Lucky for me, I'm from New York City. I left New York better. I returned back to New York better than I left New York, as I'm talking my high school and college. You know, I developed, but I still needed exposure. And, you know, New York City, we have basketball that is played in outside. So we call it street ball. I was able to dominate street basketball at Rucker Park, West Forks, Dykeman, these you know kingdoms, these famous basketball courts in New York City, and that's how I got the nickname Homicide. I got a shot directly to the Toronto Raptors, oh, and God. um, you know, played in played uh, I did training camp. Then after that, I got waived, and I went to the minor league, won a championship in the D League. Um, you know, did summer league, did the whole circuit, summer league, you know, and I went to training camp again with Denver Nuggets, got waived. then went to back to the minor league, and I did summer league again. You know, I played overseas in between, France, Germany. I did summer leagues in Spain and Italy. Um, I played in the Middle East. I came to Australia, and I played 2007 to 2011. You know, 2010, I got MVP of the league, and I pretty much, like, I was like Russell Westbrook before Westbrook. Really? Probably a tad bit less athletic. And, um, yeah, I left. Then I went to the Middle East. Then I was visiting a friend in Australia in my off season, and the NBL got wind of me being here. We sat down, and they offered me a job. Wow.
0: That's awesome. That's crazy. So now, the have... you know,
1: transition from basketball – An analyst has been a blessing I'm the only person In my era That's ever had an opportunity Like guys Get in the NBA Or in America The reason is These things don't happen I have a big responsibility It's very important you hear this Because no one Has gone from That plays basketball overseas As an import gets an opportunity to be an on-air analyst because guess what i'm american when i'm done playing where do americans go when they're done playing they go back home is my body of work in america as a pro no my body of work are in these foreign countries that i've played in so it's safe to say an opportunity like this if you handled yourself in the right manner on and off the court, your chances are bigger getting it on foreign soil where you've played versus American soil where you've lived.
0: That's true. That's very true. I'm not doing anything,
1: I'm not doing anything different than a Jalen Rose, than a Chauncey Billups, than a Stephen A. Smith, than a Mark Jackson, than a Shannon Sharp. We have our basketball show, which is on ESPN, called NBL Overtime. You know, I am doing expert commentary and analysis at the games in our league. It's just the NBL. It's not NBA. So I'm extremely blessed for this opportunity. I have a responsibility because if you are the first guy to do a job, you need to make sure you do it to the best of your ability and some. So the next guy they may feel can do this job will get it based off of what I did with
0: the job when I had it. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. All right. That, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you do a great job and you do a great job of prone to the league on social media, especially now with all of LaMelo ball and RJ Hampton hype that's going on. Um, and I was definitely excited to come across your profile and I was excited that you got back to me to come in on and do my podcast and talk about those guys and the state of the NBL. And it, it's been awesome. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, no worries, man.
1: No worries. Uh, thanks for having me on. Look, if anybody wants to know how to get to see all the socials, you know, just Instagram, Twitter, at C-Homicide. All right. C-H-O-M-I-C-I-D-E. And my website is CoreyWilliams.net.
0: Cool. All right. Well, I mean, anyone, if all the listeners out there heard that, you can reach them out at c Homicide and or go to his his website as he just mentioned i really appreciate your time Corey. it's been great i'm glad we're able to do this sorry for the mishaps of last night too as well but uh, this has been fun and i'm excited to keep watching the mbl grow
1: yeah definitely man thanks for having me on have a good day
0: yeah thank you i appreciate your time yeah peace